0: Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another Wolf Mentality Podcast. It is your host and head coach, Isaiah Bowick. Hope you are having a great Sunday as I'm recording this. Um, I'm going to be stepping it up this week with the podcasts and uh, continuing to bring a lot of value. i um, been upgrading and doing some cool things behind the scenes, and I'm just really excited uh, to continue to bring as much value as I can uh, to this podcast. But today we are going to be talking about uh, the topic, which this is going to be a funny um, funny start is uh, I cheated on my diet or didn't die. Um, a few weeks ago, I went to one of my buddy's weddings, um, close uh, military buddy, and we had a great time. And uh, there was a situation that kind of went down and it it gave me this idea of like, oh my gosh, people deal with this. People see this, people view this all the time. And this is probably one of the reasons why a lot of people don't ever start eating healthier. This is the reason why people don't track their macros or even have more intuitive um, um, intuitive mindset around food and, and wanting to get into a, in better shape because they view food as good or bad. They view like, Hey, if I'm on a diet, I have to only eat chicken and rice. And you know, if I'm on a diet, I can only have veggies, um, and a sweet potato. And yes, all those things are within certain people's diets or certain people's macros. Like for me, you know, I always look at it as like, Hey, you know, your gut is your second brain. Okay. And if I'm sitting here eating. um, you know high fructose corn syrup um in apple juice with carbohydrates in there or i rather have a sweet potato i'm going to get more nutritional value more fiber and a lot more things going into my gut microbiome that's going to just make me have better digestion i'm not going to feel bloated and i'm probably not going to struggle with depression or anxiety i mean it plays this huge role which that could be a whole podcast in itself, you know, foods that could even cause anxiety and depression. Cause in today's society, that's such a big thing. But, um, so let's break this a little bit of the story down. So I was a part of my buddy's wedding, um, a few weeks ago and, um, you know, the wedding was going very, very well. The wedding overall was great. It was super hot here in Minnesota. Um, but, uh, everything was going smooth. You know, the first part of the day, um, you know, some Jimmy John's. So there was some good subs and the the subs were pretty good. You know, you know, bread, obviously Um, carbohydrates were a little bit uh, on there, you know, fats from ranch and Turkey and things like that. And um, you know, in the off season. So a lot of people have been asking me like, Hey, what is your off season? Like, like today, is my current day uh, it's my high caloric day so i'm doing about 220 protein about 500 carbs almost 90 fat so i'm i'm pushing a little over about 3300 calories so i'm i'm eating today your boy is eating um but what will happen sometimes like when i have these events like this you know being that i'm not in prep i don't bring food i just don't um and that's something that i've created this expectation with myself And this is something that if you're listening right now, if you are in a dieting phase or a fat loss phase, you have to create that expectation for yourself. You can't just expect like, Hey, you know, I want to lose 10, 15, 20 pounds before September. Maybe it's my wedding or I'm I'm prepping for a wedding or I'm getting ready for Hawaii. You know, for an example, like for me, um, Ellie and I, we are going to be going to Hawaii in September. Um, I'm already pretty lean, but I might wanna get a little bit leaner if I wanna get a little bit leaner, I have to create i have to manage that expectation with myself. I can't just go, you know, I'm gonna eat Monday through Thursday and half of Friday good, and then the weekend I'm just gonna be eating this, eating that. so I've created a new expectation for myself, and it just helps me not have anxiety over the weekend um and this is what happened over the wedding, right? so I was like, I didn't bring my food, I brought some protein i brought a couple uh venison protein bars. Um, and a couple of scoops of whey isolate in case I knew like, hey, I, that's probably my biggest thing is if I am um, somewhere for a long period of time, I'm not really focusing on mainly carbohydrates and fats. My focus really is on that muscle protein synthesis activation and just protein in general, because on the weekend I'm training a six day split. So after my workout on Saturday, that rest of the day of Saturday and that rest of the day of Sunday, my body is in fight or flight. Or it is in rest or digest, and it's very important that if you are serious about dropping body fat, or if you're serious on putting on muscle, that you're taking the time um, to go, hey, I need to make sure I'm activating that trigger that that new proteins are being created, muscle protein synthesis. You need that. You need leucine. Um, you need those activations to be there. You need those pathways to be um, ignited for growth. Um, so you know i've already i already created that expectation for myself over the weekend i'm like you know i'm not bringing food i'm going to be super mindful of just what i'm eating so that's kind of how the the day started so um we shifted into the dinner time and around dinner time um i ordered um there was two options i did the steak potato um and um a salad so the salad actually came out first and i always say this Um, And I talk about this all the time with a lot of my clients. I find a lot of great success when they've become very, very skillful, skilled around macro tracking, which this week I'm going to be talking about like, what are the steps to just not feel overwhelmed when it comes to macro tracking? Cause a lot of people want to dive into macro tracking right away and they just don't know how to do it. And they get frustrated and then they quit and they end up binging or they just stop eating and they just get very, very frustrated. But it's very important that if you are new to macro tracking Um, or some somewhat new that you um, develop a lot, you develop the skills and the habits before you get very good at tracking because tracking, it's not very hard, but if you're new to it and you've never used a scale, you've never taken a chicken breast, you've never taken a sweet potato, you've never taken veggies and you put it on a scale. It's just, it's overwhelming at first. Um, It is, it just is. So I shifted into that, that dinner meal. And it's actually what I typically do when I go out to eat, I start off with a salad. Um, you know, I get the fiber in there. I I will start sipping on the water to help that fulfillment of fullness creation to just shoot to the brain and saying, Hey, I'm feeling a little full. It works for some people. Sometimes it doesn't. It really depends too on how much your body fat is. Now that I'm in the off season, I do have a little bit more expansion of fat cells. So I do truly believe that my leptin levels are a little bit back to normal where when I was 157, 158 pounds, um, that leptin signal wasn't really working. Ghrelin, that hunger hormone was, was being very dominant. Um, but, um, so I had that meal, everything was going well. And I was like, Hey, you know what, tonight I'm going to, I'm going to have a good time. And when I say good time, I'm talking about carbohydrates um, some of you, if you've been following, following my journey, you know I don't I don't drink. Um, and I have a quite a few new people on the podcast and even on um Instagram, TikTok. And so in the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna really open up my story again because I mean, for me to be able to share my story to help one or two people out there to be able to get inspired by my story to be maybe a coach or to be just a better human being to just get to that next level in their life. That's what it's all about. Cause every day, that's my goal, especially on this podcast is to obviously educate around training and nutrition. Um, But most importantly too, is that mindset piece. Um, But yes, as we kind of shifted into the dancing time, okay, I'm sitting there, I'm feeling good. And all of a sudden I look and there is a stack of different kinds of cake. I'm talking vanilla cake, chocolate cake, and even strawberry. Now, some of you, most of you don't know, strawberry is by far my favorite fruit. Second to that is blueberries, but I really like strawberries. Um, And so I'm sitting there and I grab my first one and I start eating this cake. And this is the funny part about the story and this podcast and how I got ignited to like, hey, I need to share this is I start having people come up to me Asking, hey, can you actually eat that? And I look at them and I go, first off, I was very respectful, by the way, because I used the opportunity to educate. But I was like, who are you? I, I have no idea who you are. And uh, to go backwards a little bit, the day before there was a dinner before the wedding where I had um, some... Um, some little brownies and things like that and it happened that day too with different people hey can you eat that like is that even on your diet um and it was super super funny because these individuals I I didn't tell them that I was a bodybuilder I didn't tell them that I was a coach um so word must have got around within the w- wedding party that hey that guy is a coach or that guy is a you know professional bodybuilder that guy is in fitness and um it was really cool because you know, for me, sometimes as a coach, I I preach about this stuff all the time. Like, this is my job, you know, and it's very, it's my purpose. It's my purpose and passion. And for me, I'm consistently constantly talking about the 80, 20 rule, which I'm going to be talking here in a second. Um, But it came across my mind is like, what's your view on food? Because these individuals are looking at this bodybuilder, you know, guy in a suit, big, broad shoulders, pretty lean, still not overweight or anything like that this coach you know eating this cake and um for them it was like yo bro are you like messing with your diet like can you can you even have that right now and i was able to kind of go into my flexible approach and this is something that now if you're listening to this podcast right now i want you to understand that if you are in a fat loss phase if you are in a maintenance phase and or a surplus phase normally if you are in a slight surplus phase you could probably get away with it a little bit more if you're in a fat loss phase, it just comes down to managing expectations if you're someone that's like i want to be this lean at this time you better probably not be throwing down a couple things of cake but if you're like, hey, on the weekend, I'm gonna have one or two favorite meals um, or favorite treats, which I'll be talking about, what how that is included, then it's okay. But it dawned on me, like, what's your view on food? Because these individuals saw this bodybuilder, me, Isaiah, coach Isaiah, eating these pieces of cake, going, Hey man, like, are you supposed to be eating that? Like, are you messing up with your diet? Like, oh my gosh, like what the heck? And, um, you know, obviously I start shifting into that. Hey, well, I'm in the off season and in the off season, it's okay. And even if you were in season, you know, I still got shredded and I still had my little pop tarts here and there. I still have my cinnamon toast crunch. Now everybody has different levels. Some people go, Hey, you know, if I'm on a diet and I do a bowl of cinnamon cinnamon toast crunch, I can't stop there. I don't have self-control. So you have to create boundaries for yourself. I understand that if you have gut health, you have to have boundaries for yourself. It just be like someone that's gluten intolerant or lactose intolerant, and you consistently eat a certain food that has that, but it fits your macros, but it causes you to extend your gut five inches. You probably should pull that out, right? Um, but it's so interesting because these individuals are like, Oh my gosh, you're cheating on your diet. I'm like, no, I'm not cheating on my diet. I'm actually having this 20% here. You know, this week, this is how I eat over the week on the weekend. I'm having a little bit of fun. I'm enjoying my, my moments. And I'm also creating that expectation. Hey, tomorrow morning, You might look a little softer. Hey, tomorrow morning, you might be up a couple pounds, but I'm okay with that because that's what season I am in my life. And also I want to be able to socialize and be around those people. It comes down to managing the expectations and creating those boundaries. So definitely just diving into that. Like, what does that look like? Because for them, it was, Hey, don't you just eat broccoli and chicken and sweet potatoes? And I'm like, actually, yes, I do eat those things because it's not just, oh man, that's some super typical, boring bodybuilding stuff. It's, you have to view, you have to zoom out and think my gut, your gut is your second brain. And there's so much more research coming out that the gut microbiome and what you are consuming and coming into that gut can play such a crucial role on how you are thinking every day. And, And especially your mood, how many times, Um, Have I experienced this where I I have eaten things and I felt less motivated. I've eaten things where I felt inspired. I have eaten things where I felt anxious and I have things that have given me good, healthy energy without a crash. I'm telling you, it is a real deal. And I probably should do um, a podcast on just gut health and the brain. Um, But it's very important to understand that you need to create that view, like, how are you viewing food, you know, if you view food as like, this is good, and this is bad, I'm in or I'm out, there can be problems. And that's how I started my bodybuilding career was good or bad, because I started my bodybuilding career with meal plans. And yes, the meal plan got me to my goal but it didn't help me develop a good mindset around food. And so it's super important that if you're listening to this right now that you're like, am I viewing food good or bad? Like on the weekend, am I like self-sabotaging myself where I'm eating really good and I'm going out with my friends and I'm eating maybe, I don't know, a bowl of spaghetti or some tacos. And then I get super frustrated because I didn't eat, you know, I, I I didn't, I, you know, I wanted to treat myself, but then now I feel very, very upset with myself. Those are signs that you're probably viewing food bad and or good, and you're also not setting up managing expectations and boundaries i'm telling you if you go out and if you 're really consistent throughout the week and then you have one or even two meals that are off the plan, and when I say off the plan it 's more or less like you're not really tracking it very consistently on my fitness bell you're going to be okay yes, if you don't eat those and you're really wanting to lose weight and get it down to a certain level, then you're probably going to have to set some boundaries over the weekend. You're just going to have to and stop pouting and being frustrated with yourself. Um, But it's so important that you are utilizing this 80% rule of 80% of that nutrition is whole minimum process. And 20% is those sweet, yummy treats. Okay. Um, I had a a talk with somebody, a client of mine that sent me a Pinterest Recipe and it had some strawberries in it and yogurt. And she goes, you know, would this be 80 or this would be 20? And I'm like, actually, it could be, it could be one of those. Like for me, that would probably be more on the 20%, just because that satisfies me. But for someone, that might be like, okay, this feels really, really healthy because it has strawberries and yogurt. So I'm gonna put this over in my 80%, and my 20% is gonna be the brownies and the cookies for the week. Okay. Whatever works for you. You have to understand. We have to find what works best for you. It doesn't matter. High carb, low carb, low carb, high carb, high fat, low fat, low fat, high fat. You have to find what works for you, but no matter where you are in the journey, you got to look and view your food at like, where are you? And set those expectations. For me, I was able to take some time to educate these individuals. Like, Hey, it's more than just chicken and broccoli, right? Yes. Those foods are going to get you to a goal. It's going to help put on muscle. It's going to help improve gut and fiber and digestion and hormones play a huge role with micronutrients, right? But you have to understand that if you just think like I'm in or I'm out, that can be a problem. Yes, you want to be all in and commit, but if you don't find balance, like if you just go all in and you go, I'm a hundred percent. And then if you mess up one day, and you fall off the wagon, and then you don't want to get back on the way because you're self-sabotaging yourself, yeah, probably should take a couple steps back. And so this is my thing, and this is what I want to push you, and this is where I was telling these individuals, hey, I rolled with the 80-20, and around 80% of my weeks are going to be around that whole minimum process, and 20% is going to be these cakes. It's going to be not tracking my food, and I'm okay with that because I created a boundary for myself and I created expectations for myself at this time of my life. Now, if I'm in season and I am in prep and I have 16 weeks out before a show or I'm getting ready for Hawaii or I'm getting ready for a modeling shoot, understand I'm going to shift my expectations for myself because if I set unrealistic expectations and I don't hit them, guess what happens? I feel sad, I feel lazy, I feel defeated, I beat myself up and I don't want that. And so I challenge you today, you know, if you're going through your fitness journey, you're going through your fat loss journey, or you're at maintenance, maybe you don't even know where you're at. What I want you to get out of this is think today, how do I view food? And am I utilizing an 80-20 rule? Am I am I am I doing it in a way where it's very not taxing on myself throughout the week and then on the weekend? How am I viewing myself? How do I feel over the weekend? Am I beating myself up because I'm not eating X, Y, and Z? Or am I doing better? Am I making those improvements? And so within this series, um, I'm going to be shifting into the next podcast. And I'm going to be talking about um, what you need to do in terms of skills and mindset when it comes to macro tracking. Because I've been seeing this a lot. A lot of people dive into macro tracking. And they don't know how to do it. And they get very frustrated and overwhelmed. And then they just don't want to do it. And so I think it's very important that you build um, the necessary skills before you're like tracking um, obsessively and or tracking flexibility. There's a lot to it, but I'm going to be talking about that and how to do it right. So I hope today's podcast went well and you enjoyed it. Um, I do feel like I did make some impacts in some people's lives because the people that came up to me um, I could tell they were in their journey and it, it seemed like they were in it or out during seasons of their life or three days on and good three days bad. And it was really, I think, an eye opener for them to see, hey, even this coach is here eating cake. He's not beating himself up, but he's also created these new expectations for himself in the off season, or I like to say in the improvement season that he currently has with his coach. Um, So I hope you found value in today's podcast. And uh, if you have any questions um, and or are interested in coaching, I want you to send me a DM on Facebook or um, on Instagram, DM me Summer, and I will reach out. Have the best day of your life, and we'll talk soon.